Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Crece en mi alma un árbol de estrellas verdes como la Jedi. Y en mi pecho un lucero From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The Mexican-born singer Magos Herrera has become a familiar figure here in New York. She's usually referred to as a jazz singer, but her music incorporates elements of Latin folk, pop, and classical music as well. She's released albums with composer Paula Prestini, the string quartet Brooklyn Rider, and now on her latest record, Iray, with the Brooklyn-based orchestra known as The Knights. And some of the Knights have joined Magos and her band to play some of her new songs for us here in the studio, and they'll begin with the album's titled track, Iray. Soñamos 
Great stuff from Magos Herrera and the title track from her album called Aire. Uh, let me introduce you to the members of Magos's band, Vinicius Gomez on guitar, Matt Penman on bass, Alex Kautz playing the drums, and from the Knights, the violinists Alex Fortes and Abby Fayette, uh, Madeline Fayette playing the cello, and Kyle Armbrust playing the viola. All of them here in our studio, backing up Magos Herrera. Magos, it's great to have you here. I've, I've been a fan of your music for a number of years now, and this is the first chance we've had to welcome you to our studio. So, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. So happy to be here. So happy to share this music with you all. Yeah. Um, L- let me ask you about Ire as a title. Sure. Uh, it means air, right? That's right, and you pronounce it very nicely. <laughs> I've had a little experience with it. Do you know Osvaldo Golihoff, the Argentine? Of course. Comp- yeah, yeah. Well, he had a piece called Aire, spelled differently, A-Y-R-E. Oh. But it was not air as in, like, air we breathe, but the musical air, like, you know, like Bach's air on the G string or, you know. Or like f- even in flamenco, right? Like, you need, like, aire. Yeah. You know, in folk music, you'll see collections that have titles like diverse airs and dances so they split up the music for dancing and the music for just listening and those are the airs Mm. did you have any of that in mind when you when you named this well i guess to me uh, i mean the quality of the element of aire um air is is about flowing right i mean it it has many 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 ways to see it but 
it it does exist in our breathing, what keeps us sure, alive. Yes, yes. Um, but also you'd find it hard to sing without it. Exactly. So I have a very <laughs> strong relationship with it, and actually, some of the of the a piece in the album talks about that about about that um, our relationship with the with the breath, but also you know the quality of flowing, of moving forward, of being light. Uh, light as a feather in a way yeah. and at the same time uh, with that lightness connect to others and I think that's so pertinent after after the years that we have experienced um, after the pandemic uh, at least it was my experience to it was a, a huge invitation to travel light in this uh, very ephemeral time that we have in this planet mm-hmm. um, but also uh, the idea of um, I mean, we, we needed to, to go with the flow, right? It, we needed to surrender to the moment. So these are principles that I, I think they're beautiful teachings to just carry on. But also the lyrics of Aide itself, uh, so that's as a whole, as an album, right? right? Like right. an invitation to come together, celebrate, flowing. But also um, the idea of using uh, music as a healing power. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Maria Sabina talking about Aire, Maria Sabina, a Mexican healer, she used to sing uh, to heal with her voice, with the air, of her, with, her, with her breath. Is that the voice in, in the, the track called uh, Healer? That's right. <laughs> That's her voice, and and what you hear in that track is uh, her voice in a healing session, a very weird recording, and uh, what his the names that she's actually quoting in her dialect are bird names while she's healing, which also has to do with the with the idea of flying and moving on. Yeah, and what's her name, Maria? Maria Sabina. Sabina. So I think it's a very beautiful analogy, you know, to use the voice as a healing power, music as a healing power, um, that it's so needed these days. Well, and it's also interesting that this set of songs coming out of the isolation of the pandemic is quite possibly the biggest thing you've you've done in terms of the number of musicians. Oh who my you... <laughs> God, I cannot start telling you the saga that we experienced. Actually, I recorded with COVID. Um, while, so it was, I mean, had the guys remember it was, but you know, I'm Mexican. I love drama. So <laughs> <laughs> I fell at home. So you were, just, you were starring in your own little telenovela. Exactly. So I, I, that, that just added some more, you know, emotion to the equation, but it was, it, it, yeah. I mean, and the reason why I wanted to do it as grand as, as this album is, I mean, first of all, because I really wanted to collaborate with the Knights, uh, yeah. which I are uh, one of my favorite orchestras, and Colin and Eric Jacobson are just the best. Right, the co-directors um, of, of the Knights. Of the Knights. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, the, the, the narrative is so grand, you know, it's healing, coming together, moving on as a society, mm-hmm. that I wanted to, to have that powerful sound of everybody coming together and 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 if you're going to go to an orchestra with charts that have you know elements of jazz or Latin music or pop or whatever, you want an orchestra that knows that stuff. And absolutely, and the, the knights certainly do that. Um, these songs were written on a commission, right? That it was Chamber Music America that asked you to write the songs that became IRA. Right. The original pieces in the in the album are com- were commissioned by. Chamber Music Americas during the pandemic, um, so it was a perfect time to 
to write. So uh, you ended up taking a very broad view of chamber music. It's it's a 21-piece orchestra. is hardly chamber music. That's okay. You also ended up writing in different languages, not just Spanish, mm. but English as well. And this next song, The Calling, is one of those. How long were you living here in New York before you became comfortable writing in English? I don't know. I, I think because I lived in the States before I moved to New York uh, ah. as well in California. And, yeah. um, but I guess the idea of writing in different languages has to do with, with the narrative more than anything else. Mm. For instance, The Calling is a very universal song, right? It's kind of like a global praying during lockdown in different forms and ideas and metaphors. And um, and the entire planet was palpitating in different expressions of prayer. So I think it just naturally came up, came out as, as a song in English. Mm. Um, but I, I, I guess, I don't know. They say that, that you're comfortable with the language when you dream yes. in the language. I don't know. I, sometimes I dream in English. Sometimes I dream, dream Portuguese. But mostly in Spanish, of, yeah. of course. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's hear this song called The Calling. It's from the album called Aire, and it's a live performance by Magos Herrera and her band with members of the Knights here in our studio.
That's called The Calling. It's a song from Magos Herrera's latest album called Ire, but that, a live performance by Magos and her trio here in the studio with the string quartet drawn from the Brooklyn-based orchestra, The Knights. And uh, Magos and her trio are performing on Friday, September 8th at the Neighborhood Church of Greenwich Village on Bleecker Street. And uh, then again with the Public Quartet, uh, our friend Curtis Stewart and the rest of that ensemble, on November 17th at National Sawdust in Brooklyn. Magos, you're, um, you have a kind of curatorial position at National Sawdust, right? That's right. I'm an artistic advisor. Yeah. So uh, you've really kind of become entrenched in the Brooklyn scene, uh, you know, working with Paula Prestini at National Sawdust, working with the Knights, the String Quartet, Brooklyn Rider. Um, what brought you to New York? What was your journey here like? Well, I, I think you just said it. You know, to me, um, I was just, I mean, I, I have a beautiful career in Mexico. And, and you know, I, I moved to New York not that young. I had already a career, a career developed in Mexico, but I, I was so hungry to to grow as an artist and mm. to to go deeper in my artistic identity and um, and to play and to expose myself to to more experiences and um, so living in New York I always always say it like living in New York really protects me from my own ignorance <laughs> and and that's a constant um, and National Sadist gave me a home somehow, yeah. so, you know, a place to bring in all these worlds that I love, you know, jazz, chamber music, world music together in a, without being questioned why you're doing it or <laughs> why, or what yeah. this, what's the genre, or, you know, like just this is what I love, this is what I love, this is the community that I love. Well, let me ask you about your voice. It's a very distinctive voice. It's got a hint of smoke to it when you're singing and even when you're speaking. <sighs> How much of that did, I mean, is that just what you were born with or did you develop that? How did that happen over the years? I think I, I started singing as a soprano ligero. And really? I, I didn't like it. <laughs> so <laughs> I worked for many, many years in my technique and uh, bringing together different techniques, um, vocal and non-vocal techniques to, to find the sound that I really wanted to hear. Um, so it, it's the result of many years of bringing together different techniques. Um, did you study either Indian or flamenco singing? Because the little vocalese that you did in the middle of, of the calling there reminded me of both of those things. I mean, I haven't studied formally. I mean, briefly, uh, I'm very superficially in some residences that I did in, in, in India. But it's just, uh, these are sounds that I just love. And I mean, and I also collaborated six or seven years ago with Javier Limon, which is an incredible flamenco, flamenco producer. Yeah, right. But I'm not an expert at all. Yeah, I yeah. just add those uh, I flavors, those ideas, those embellishments in, in the equation. Yeah. Now, on the record, uh, there are all of these original songs that you wrote, but then there are other songs that you've, you've pulled in from, you know, the, the Latin songbook, basically, uh, mm -hmm. and also from Brazil. There's a you do a lovely version of a song by Baden-Powell, the, uh, the Samba in Preludio. Isn't it beautiful? With Dori Kaimi. I know. What a luxury, right? Son of the legendary Dorival Kaimi. Uh, yes. So, you know, he's like Brazilian music royalty. Totally. Yeah. 
meus braços precisam dos teus Teus abraços precisam dos meus And who did that arrangement? That's Jacques Morellenbaum. Jacques Morellenbaum, who played with Antonio Carlos Jobim, exactly. famously. Exactly, and he writes, I mean, his arranging is like so incredible for, for the voice, it just like suits you perfect. So, amazing. so how do those songs fit in to the, you know, to, to the collection of originals that, that form the basis of this record? Right, I mean, I think, again, the narrative is, is truly what makes us human and being grateful for that, right? So that's that's my experience coming out from the pandemic and, and that we're survivors, really. Um, and to observe during this period of time the simplicity and the greatness of being human. Um, so all the narrative and all the pieces have to do with that. So, um, you know, Gracias a la Vida, which is Violeta Parra's classic, is is thanks to life. Martillos She, she wrote this piece in such an incredible way, um, being grateful about the invisible things, the essential things, the, the, the actual things that give purpose and dimension to our existence. So, um, so every song that, I, that is not an original have to do with, with these ideas of being human. And the Brazilian pieces that you mentioned, uh, Sam and Preludio, actually we recorded it uh, online with Brooklyn Rider during the lockdown. But then I really wanted to record it properly, uh, not in my living room, and <laughs> <laughs> because it's such an incredible arrangement. And it's about longing. It's about when you lose the loved one um, and the longing to it, so totally pertinent to, 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 the, to the pandemic. And then um, Obrafilia is a beautiful piece that I discovered during the lo during lockdown by Danilo Moraes, um, which is an, a new, not a, a new composer, but he's, he's a later generation right. from like Jobim and all right. the rest of them. And he's amazing. Gaetano, yeah. It was a great discovery. And Pasarinadera, which I love, and I stole out from Alex uh, Plants. <laughs> Well, I stole from Vinicius. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, so, so that that tune's been passed around the band. Right. I was like, like I, I want to record it. So we hear you sing on the record in Spanish, English, Portuguese, and once or twice in no language at all. Hmm. And that is the case in the, the next song you're going to do. So what is the story of Choro de Lua, which if it had words would mean like the Choros of the moon? or is, is it, Are you referring to the Brazilian Choro form? Right. So um, it's it could be read as the Choro, like a Choro form, the Brazilian uh, music form uh, of the moon, like the moon choro, or it could be the 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 whipping of the moon. 
Oh. And I would say that it's not that it, it's it's language less or it's it's just a language of emotion, right? And this refers similar than papalote, which means kite, another original. Um, there were these moments during the lockdown that that I spent time with my nephew and my niece, uh, that they were three and five back then and it was amazing I don't have children so it was like super fun and um, and just to see this they're discovering the middle of a pandemic they didn't they relate to the world in their innocence and purity and just discovering the world you know in the middle of of I don't know the countryside uh, the world falling apart and they were just discovering life so Shorojilua is the face of my niece um reminds me to the moon oh. and she was so it, it th these are emotions that are so deep and so undescriptable that I just preferred mo you know the music to evoke these ideas yeah all right let's uh, let's hear a live performance Shoro Jelua is the name of the song from Magos Herrera you'll find it on the album called Ire but here's a live performance
That's called Shoro Jelua. It is a song from Mago Serrera and her band and the string quartet from the night's live performance here in the studio and a version of that, of course, on the album called Ire. And uh, Magos, is, am, am I, do I understand this right, that you have some radio experience yourself? You do a weekly radio show? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I, there is this uh, national public radio station in Mexico, Instituto Mexicano de la Radio. And I've been having this show for over a decade. I cannot believe that. Wow. So it's a weekly show uh, where literally I share the music that I love. Hmm. So it, that's the so, best that can happen. Uh, all right. Me. So give, give us some examining I mean, how wide, uh, how big a sonic feast are you feeding us on this show? Well, similar to what I do, right? So, I mean, mostly jazz, but, um, you know, chamber music, uh, also, you know, things that crosses boundaries. Um, I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But mostly, mostly I share what happens in New York, you know, like uh, what the community in New York is, because it's, I mean, just so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, if I'm traveling, I always get to know artists on the road. And if I love the music, I share it. Um, Or sometimes if I'm if I'm just nostalgic, I just go to my, you know, my uh, nostalgic albums yeah. uh, and look and back, would, you know, classics. I would love to know what those are because, I mean, what what were your favorites when you were growing up? Oh, my God. How, how many hours do we have in there? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because I just hang with my nephew, another nephew, and we were just talking about that. I mean, if you go to an island, which albums would you bring? Right, the desert island discs. Thing. Right. Yes. Uh, and it's just, I mean, I will need, you know, like a boat uh, <laughs> to bring all the music that I want. But, you know, the first ones that came to mind, I mean, obviously, Jean Gilberto's Amoroso, uh, Caetano's Caetano, the, the one when where he's playing alone. Um, uh, so so songs. Brazilian stuff, really. I love Brazilians. Yeah, I listen to so much. I mean, when I grew up and still these days, I just love Brazilian music yeah. and what does to to your body and soul. Diane Reeves, Cassandra Wilson. Um, All right. So yeah. finally getting some American names in there. Of after course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Some, but even Chabela Vargas, you know, it's so yeah. vast. So, but yeah, I, I will need like, <laughs> a, a, a big boat. To You'll it. need a bigger desert island. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Magos, uh, Ire is a wonderful reflection of all these different interests of yours, and it's it's just a terrific record. Thank you so much for coming in, all of you, and playing for us today. Thank you so much for having us. This is this is so fun, and we haven't played this together for some time, so it's the perfect excuse to come together. Great. Thank you so much. And thanks to our crew, including Irene Trudell, who is our technical director, our producer, Karen Havlick. We had help today from Shana Senstock. Our videos today, shot by Joe Enright and edited by Eric Weber. You can see those on the New Sounds YouTube channel or right here at newsounds.org. I'm John Schaefer. Thank you for being with us. See you next time.